This is episode five zero. I cannot believe it's only taken us almost two years to reach it. Uh, is that how long it's been? Yes, it must be. It must be because yeah, I'm on about a a little more than one every other week pace. Not terrible. Not bad. Uh, needs to get better. I agree. Lots of people send me messages like, "Hey man, it's been a minute. What's going on?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh damn it." So I uh, I need to get better at it, and I say that a lot, but New Year's resolutions, right? <laughs> Is that what we're going to do? And it's uh, it's the eighth. Oh, crap. I've already missed a week this year. Dang it. Okay. Anyway, doom, doom, bip. This is what we're doing. It's 2020. Happy New Year. New Year's resolutions. My New Year's resolutions never start when I'm still in the Midwest. It always starts when I get back to what I consider to be normal living back on the West Coast where that's where we live, that's where all my stuff is, that's where the home base, and it doesn't matter how much time I spend in the Midwest when you're not at the home base, it feels like uh, it feels like your responsibilities just kind of go away. <laughs> the bills aren't being delivered to your new residence. You know, they're just piling up at home. So who cares? Who cares about them? Somebody knocking on your door saying, hey, man, can I borrow some sugar? No, you can't borrow sugar. I'm out of town, son. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been a good 2020 so far. Starting to get a little restless, you know, toward the end of uh, of any break. And even though I've been doing uh, things here and there to to be working, I haven't been on stage yet this year, which is nuts to go uh, this long without being on stage. So I'm getting very itchy. But I uh, I want to let you guys know right off the top, Denver, get ready. Do you know somebody in Denver? Are you in the Denver area? I'm at Comedy Works. This is my first time at the club. Um, Janu- Sunday, January 19th, I'm at the Downtown Club. And then I got a day off on the 20th. And then on the 21st and 22nd, I'm at the South Club at the Landmark Comedy Works. Get there. Let's get some let's get some people to these shows. I've got lots of new jokes, so tell them to come on out. It's be a great way uh, to spend the middle of January when it's snowing. You can't quite get up to the mountains. Come see your boy Nick. So let everybody know there. Then Spokane, Washington, February 14th. Some of you have already let me know you got your tickets. Make sure you get those. Tell some people in Spokane. Let's let's do it. That's Valentine's Day, but that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't matter. You're going to do something anyway. Come out and see a comedy show. I'm at the 10 p.m. show. Tickets are on sale now. Let's get those bad boys going. And these are out of order, but uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm at Laugh Camp uh, February 7th and 8th. First time at that club. I think it's a fairly new club. So hopefully that's cool. So if you're in St. Paul or Minneapolis, anywhere in Minnesota... Just get in the car and go. Get those tickets now so I look uh, I look good at these clubs. Make sure you tell people. Because if, if you sell only three tickets, then the club goes, Oh, this guy, what the hell is this problem? Nobody knows. Nobody wants to go see him. So help me look good, you guys. Get out to those. Uh, la- the last club date I did was uh, right before Christmas. It was in Chicago at the Comedy Shrine. 
and it was my first time there. It was an interesting club. Lots they had. It was like a comedy museum. They had like thousands and thousands of like full sized Simpsons figurines and little Pez dispensers of anything comedy and little action figures, signed pictures on the wall. Just thousands upon thousands, and it was kind of kind of cool. But it's not the kind of place you want to spend the night. You know, <laughs> if you uh, if you woke up in the middle of the night and started seeing just this shadowy figure and you're just like, hello, is anybody there? Just it feels like the kind of place that if things were to come to life, this is the place it would. And they'd for sure kill you because everything was so old and and just kind of like ratty from the 70s. Not ratty. I mean, everything looked like it was in good shape, but it just had that like that dusty sheen of of yesteryear dusty sheen is that a is that kind of an oxymoron can i even use that uh so i did i did two nights there and thank you first of all to everybody that came out and uh saw me there we had some fun um i did on friday night i did the two shows and i went back and i'd eaten chipotle right before uh right when i got into chicago i i stopped got chipotle Chipotle and then went to the hotel showered went did the two shows and normally you eat at a club because it's around dinner time I ate at like 4 30 or 5 when I got into town and then uh so I, I do the two shows I get back to my hotel and you know how they have that like little convenience store there right by that little little pantry where you can buy certain like microwavable foods or, or things like that um I, I passed that as I came in and I'm like you know what Nick you're not that hungry. It's almost Christmas. You're about to eat like a dumpster. Let's let's just go to bed. Let's be do the responsible thing. You don't need to shove some garbage into your gullet. And so I just I just went up to my room, and uh, you know I got completely undressed and laid down watching some Netflix, just unwinding from the shows. And I go to the bathroom to brush my teeth, and I realized, dang it. I had forgotten toothpaste. So now I'm like, oh, can't can't go without brushing your teeth. So uh, put my shorts back on, throw a T-shirt on, go down to the front desk. I'm like, hey, man, you have any toothpaste? I forgot mine. And he goes, yeah, it's in back. Let me go get it. And now it's like 1 in the morning, 1.30 in the morning. So nobody's around. I'm just standing there waiting for him. And I just feel and <laughs> feel the glow from the vending machine, the little the <laughs> the refrigerator, the open refrigerator with the stuff coming, I can hear the hum just just coming at me as I'm waiting in silence for this guy to return with uh, <laughs> with the toothpaste, and I look over and I'm like, uh, let me see if there's something light. Let me see if there's something light that I could have. From this little pantry. I, I don't need to overdo it. I don't need a full on. I don't need to cook a Red Baron pizza. Um, and so I look. And they've got like three options. You got ramen noodles. Which I almost did. Little cup of noodles. I was like you know what. That's easy. It's cheap. Let me just. I, that's comforting. It'll you know just get me some hot soup. And fall asleep. But then for whatever reason. There were these Totino's uh, pizza bites. Which I love Totino's pizza. Uh, their bites are there, and I'm like, hey, yeah, that's easy. It's microwavable. Uh, just knock that out. There's only like 12 bites in there. I can eat a few of those and go to bed. 
So, uh, so the guy comes back and I, I've got, got the little pizza bites in my hand. I'm like, Hey, I'll throw these on the room. All right. Yeah, you got it. And I go up and I'm feeling bad for myself. I'm feeling like, dang it. Like this didn't have to happen. Uh, but you know, I'll eat these and brush my teeth with this, <laughs> with this toothpaste the guy gave me and, uh, and I'll hit the rack and I'll get up tomorrow and I'll be able to, uh, and get some work done. And so first of all, I go to microwave the little things. You can't microwave them in the box because there's like a plastic wrapper. So you got to take them out and then you got to put them on like a napkin or a plate. I couldn't find any like paper towels in this place. It's like a stay away or a sleep away or something like with the little kitchenette in there. And so they've got plates and I look at the plate and I'm like, what, how much do I trust? This is like one thirty in the morning. So I'm like, do I trust that this was washed properly or did the person before me wa- rub his ass all over every utensil in here? That's my assumption. My assumption is that the rest of the world is gross and that everybody who is about to check out of a hotel room just rubs their anus on everything <laughs> and then leaves. That's my assumption. Me, on the other hand, I'm throwing things in the trash can. Uh, I'm I'm cleaning up after myself. I, I want to leave the world a better place than I found it, but I'm assuming everybody else, not you guys, of course, not you guys, not the proud, uh, the proud uh, doom doom beppers, but I'm talking about everybody else out there, the gross asses just leaving behind turds in every corner of every place they ever been. Um, and so I look at this plate and I'm like, Ugh, do I really think that this is going to be clean? And I'm looking at it, it looks clean. I sniff it. I give it the sniff check. I think, okay, yes, smells clean, like whatever clean plate smells like. And I think, okay, they're just going to do it. Whatever. I don't care. And I put the the little pizza bites on this plate, nuke them. And uh, if you've ever had pizza bites, by the way, like it's a million degrees on the inside of those little things. Even if it feels cold on the outside, you bite into it, it's like... <laughs> Pure lava coming out at you. I feel like there's a Jim Gaffigan bit just like that. Oh, it's the hot pocket thing where he talks about it. it it'll be scalding. Um, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And these are little mini things. And so I nuke them. You got to wait like for them to cool. So And you can't wait because you're, you're tired and you just want to eat it. And so you, you take a bite. You burn your mouth. You're like, okay, there we go. But you opened it up. And so now you can just blow into the inside of it. And I eat about five of them let's say i eat five of the 12 and i start to feel like a little heavy in my stomach i'm like oh ooh, man these are more filling than i would have thought but i'm looking at the the plate and i'm like come on there's only 12 here that's like two slices of pizza this is easy so i pile drive the rest of them just force it i'm not even like they don't taste good it's not a good feeling that i'm having in my stomach and with every bite it's getting worse and i'm like guzzling water at bedside table and like just but i'm i'm eating them mindlessly i'm like no you gotta eat them this is what we did we paid for them let's eat them and so i did and i lay i brush my teeth and i i take off my clothes again i get it under the covers and i got my netflix going and i'm just kind of unwinding i'm like now just let yourself fade and all of a sudden i feel like this heat go over my neck like the hair on the back of my neck stands up it's like and i'm like oh what the heck is that and my stomach starts like just getting in knots it's like somebody's grabbing my stomach and just squeezing it 
I'm like, oh no, what is this? What is this? And I and y- y- first you're in denial. You ignore. You think, no, I'm fine. Just gotta get some Z's. And so I like force my eyes closed. And but the whole time the office is playing on Netflix, I'm watching it for like the fourth time. It's just whatever's comforting, just to just go to sleep. And you'll end up watching like a third of an episode falling asleep, wake up six episodes later, you're like, what? they're broken up again what the hell did i miss uh but for whatever reason i just was not going to sleep and the stomach was getting worse and worse and i was starting to like get real dry mouth i'm trying to drink water and finally i stand up i'm like let me stand up and see what's going on and i stand up and i feel like immediately it's like oh oh you're gonna throw up like i hate that feeling and you will you don't get it very often and, but it, it was unmistakable. It's like, you can fight this for about another 30 minutes, but it is going to happen. And I like to think that, you know, as part of my maturity, I realized that when <laughs> when the inevitable is coming, you just, uh, you know, you belly up to the bar. You say, okay, give me my, let me take my medicine here. So I was like, okay, you know, no reason to fight it. And as I'm talking about it, I can feel myself <laughs> like starting to get queasy again. Oh, got to get through the story. Uh, so I just go into the bathroom and I have the foresight like, okay, uh, let me just lay one of these towels down here so that I, you know, I'm not just kneeling on hard porcelain. I I kneel down and almost instantly just, and, and like nothing comes out the first couple heaves. Like that, that's the worst part about throwing up is those first couple dry heaves where you're like getting no relief because nothing's coming, but you're still... And it's like just nothing. And and I'm sorry, you guys. I hope this is not grossing everybody at home. I'm going to wrap it up. Okay. So anyway, I do my business. I yak. I'm like, ugh, feel better. Brush my teeth again. Uh, it's that little like tear open little baggie of it. So it's like just drizzling out onto my toothbrush. Brush my teeth again. Get back and take a couple swigs of water. Get back in bed. I feel so much better. Turn on Netflix. Boom fall asleep almost instantly about an hour later wake up stomachs and knots again here we go round two yep boom round two doing it and uh i, I had three rounds of it the third of which was just horrific Her, just it was god awful and i will spare you the details but uh the whole time i was like pizza bites and so I got nothing against Totino's. Still feel like they're a good company, but I don't blame the Chipotle. Some people were like, was it the Chipotle? You could have been the Chipotle, but that's like a seven-hour marination. I don't think so. I don't think it could be seven hours later that you get violently ill like that. So I'm going to blame the Pizza Bites, and I'm not blaming Totino's. I'm blaming the hotel or whoever distributed them. I feel like something happened, and they turned because I felt it almost instantly as I was eating them. So there was something wrong with it, which I don't understand how that's possible because it's basically just fake meat, uh, fake cheese, and whatever sauce they could wring out of the you know bottom of a can of SpaghettiOs. Like, that's basically all that is. So I don't know what happened if they were cooked in rancid oil or if they were just left out too long and then re-refrigerated, but that's what I'm blaming. And I am blaming all hotel convenience stores because this is the second time in my comedic career that I have gotten ill from buying something from one of those little mini-marts inside of a hotel. The other time, 
trying to be all healthy Nick Hoff. Maybe that's the problem when I'm trying to be good and <laughs> and I do this. Uh, I uh, bought one of those like naked uh, smoothie drinks. Uh, that's the brand naked. And I bought the green machine. I was like, let me get my healthy dose of vegetables. This is how I was doing the club in uh, Lake Tahoe. And I was like, let me buy one of those. Instead of getting myself a disgusting meal, I'll just drink a green machine and dun-dun-dun-dun. I'll be right as rain. Nope. Half hour later. And this was like mid-afternoon. So I was texting the guy that was running the show. I was like, hey, man, I have been throwing up solid for the last two hours. Not sure if this is going to happen. But then I got rid of it. Which, by the way, that's what happened the other time. Uh, That's what happened this last time in Chicago is just, I mean, like two hours of solid just death. And then all of a sudden I'm better. So is that food poisoning? Feels like that's food poisoning. But I hear about some people getting it for 24 straight hours. Well, not Nick Huff. I'm a two-hour guy. Get it all out. Exit the system. See ya. So for right now, I'm swearing off hotel convenience stores. From now on, I'm either going to the grocery store and picking stuff up and putting it in the fridge, or I'm not eating anything. I'm done with the impulse buy. I'm done with you. Do you hear me? Do you hear me, stay-at-home sweets or whatever the hell the name of it was? Um, but anyway, that was my experience in Chicago. Oh, by the way, still, I, I I should whisper this. I'm not sure about Chicago. I'm not. It is literally one of my, I've never, have I never had a good time in Chicago? I'm trying to think of a time where I had just a blast like top to bottom in Chicago. I think maybe I'm visiting at the wrong time or I'm doing the wrong things. I like the clubs. I like the people I meet uh, at the shows in Chicago. But for whatever reason, your city, like we went into town and uh, uh, my whole family came into town and we went and we did the uh, we did the like German market downtown Chicago where you can get like you can get like little things, a hot mold wine and and Bavarian pretzels and stuff like that. And it's this little cool little market but it's just absolutely packed to the gills you couldn't even move in there i'm like well okay this would be cool but there's so many people here ruining it and you walk and every 10 seconds there's a walgreens like everybody's sick that's all that's all they have uh so i i don't know i i need suggestions for next time i go to chicago because as of right now i'm not a fan i'm not a fan i've been to wrigley field that was fun I've been to Shed Aquarium. That's cool. Though the last time I went, they tried to charge me $50 to park. And I was like, guess who's not going to the aquarium today? The Hoff family. We're not doing it. Uh, I'm not going to pay $50 to park. It's out of principle. I don't care if the aquarium is $50. That's That seems like worthwhile. But to leave my car somewhere for a couple hours, you're going to charge me $50? I don't think so. Get out of here, Shed Aquarium. And so, yeah, Chicago, you guys got to talk me into this. Because as of right now, love the clubs, love the people, but... Next time I go to Chicago, I am literally going to sit in my hotel the entire time until 30 minutes before a show. I'm going to go to the club and I'm going to go straight home. And that's it. That's it. Okay. Unless you can show me that there's something else redeeming inside that city. I try and do that. And I've, I've tried Chicago. I've tried. But I, now, now it's come to the point where I'm going to need suggestions. I'm going to need someone who's in the know to give me the skinny on what to do because I'm striking out over here. I'm striking out. I'm starting to take it out on your fair town. Okay, not not a, not really looking forward to, to, to spending more time there. Uh, having said that, I love the people from Chicago. I have many friends from Chicago, but but the town, I don't know, I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, and so then we had the uh, we had the um, the holidays with the family, which was nice. We got to spend some time in Indiana with uh, Sarah's side. Then we went to Nebraska, my side, and everybody's getting sick around us. By the way, I mean, I got my food poisoning, but uh, the rest of us has been pretty solid. But everybody around us was dropping like flies early on, and like right when we got to Nebraska, they're like. Nebraska's got the highest rate of flu in the in the United States, so welcome, son. I'm like, oh, that's that's not great. Um, but so far, knock on wood, knock on wood. Uh, so far, so good. Nobody's gotten sick. We're leaving. We're leaving today to get back to California. Looking forward to it. Not looking forward to the plane trip, but uh, looking forward to being back and getting back into the saddle. Get back on stage because I'm starting to get cranky. <laughs> starting to get cranky with people that like i don't know how retired people do it i don't know like everybody wants to retire but i'm like well, well then what are you doing what do you like yeah you can travel but you're just gonna travel non-stop no you go for two weeks a year and then you come back and you just stare at yourself in the mirror you think well i'm getting fatter and uglier <laughs> i like and that's <laughs> no offense if uh if you're listening and you're retired but that's what we're all doing we're all just depreciating after about like 23 you just start to depreciate as a human being. Smells start coming out of your body. You're growing hair. Places you didn't know you could get hair. Um, and uh, <laughs> so I don't know how you do it. Like, I, I, I don't know how. Like, I, I, I feel like I'll go crazy in retirement. Unless you, you got to get hobbies. That's what you got to do. You got to get the hobbies that you like, and they have to keep you invigorated. Because otherwise, I would just sit around like this this time when i'm not working necessarily like and i'm writing jokes um and i'm trying to like keep myself active but it's uh, like oh i'm i'm about to go off the walls here um it, it probably hasn't helped that we're sitting here in cold weather but no snow they've been in the midwest for a couple of weeks now and only one day did it snow and that's it like i know global warming is is supposed to be a thing but it's not supposed to be this much I'm starting to think that maybe we just got the calendar wrong and that uh, we got to add a few days in there before we get to like just just add a block of like 15 days. You know, when did they come up with 365 day a year calendar? Like how smart were they when they when they came up with that? I'm going to look that up. When did they (laughs) just the who's they in this scenario? When did they? Uh, come up with 365 day calendar because they have like the leap year that's supposed to correct things but I don't think they were that close let's see the new year in 709 AUC whatever the heck that means began on January 1st and ran 365 days until the 31st of December so 709 is that the same as BC is that what that is history of the calendar uh 46 BC Caesar added 90 days see Caesar was a hip he adds 90 days to the year 46 BC and starts a new calendar in January 1 on 1 January 45 okay so uh and uh, wait Cygnus's Sausagenes that's I guess Sausagenes advises Caesar that the length of the solar year is 365 days and six hours so that six hours must be where we get the leap year 
Uh, is that right? Is that what it would be? Where we just skip a day all of a sudden? Yeah, because six. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Every four years, six hours, six times uh, four is 24, 24 hours a day. That makes sense. Um, 365 days. Yeah, I mean, like in 45 BC. That's before Christ. That's, <laughs> that's so long ago that they decided it's 365 days. Certainly, science has evolved since then. Are we sure that the calendar should be 365? I'm I'm not opposed to adding a few days here and there if that's what it takes to get snow on Christmas. Because this is pathetic. This is you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna advise it. That's gonna be my platform for 2020. Like hey, we haven't had a day since Caesar, so let's let's tack a few on, and uh, and that way you guys can uh, get more of your uh, <laughs> you can get more of your uh, New Year's resolutions accomplish you got a few more days in there to lose the weight whatever we got going on um one day of snow pathetic one day of snow and it's right i'm looking out the window right now it's virtually all melted nothing is happening this is crazy town we gotta add days we gotta add days and then maybe we'll stop breaking records in january record temperatures in december well okay that's because december was never december before we just keep moving in the wrong direction okay our current December was previous October. We gotta add days. Gotta add days, or we're gonna keep getting topsy turvy. All of a sudden, we're gonna have the Australian summer here, where the summer's like October, November, December. I'm just talking out of my ass now, but I think it's something to look into. <laughs> Not that anybody else isn't looking into it. Certainly, somebody's had this thought at some point. But I think it's certainly worth discussing. Let's 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 throw it run it up the flagpole. See what they say. Let's let's add a few days to this thing. That way we won't live as long. Maybe that's the problem. They're like, well, we can't add days because then people won't live as long and they'll blame science. Maybe that's why science won't do it. They're like, no, because we keep telling them what to eat healthy, and and the expected uh, mortality rate keeps going up. But all of a sudden we're adding days and and years are longer and people aren't living as long. They're gonna be like, wait, what the hell? Now, all of a sudden, we're only living to be 63. You're like, well, that's really 90, but we added days. You remember when we added days? No, I don't remember when we added days. Hell, I can barely remember yesterday. <laughs> this is a weird one. This is a weird one. 2020 is off to a weird start, you guys. Um, <sighs> I, uh, I, I got to get on stage. I, I have too many thoughts rolling around in my brain, and it can't contain them anymore. So I got to get, get on stage. Got to get back out there, and uh, I'm looking forward to those shows in Denver, Denver, St. Paul. You know how long it's been since I've been to Minneapolis and St. Paul? I've, I don't know if I've ever been to St. Paul. I've done shows in Minneapolis, but I'm looking forward to that. And uh, uh, you know, it's supposed to be a supposed to be a cool club. What the hell was it called again? It was called Laugh Camp. It's gonna be gonna be fun, I think. And then uh, Spokane for valentine's day it's not some of you might think well aren't you aren't you sad to be away from sarah uh for valentine's day no nope we realized uh before we even got married we realized that valentine's day was just something that someone else set up it really holds no significance for us so we take a day in february and normally we celebrate the day after valentine's day we'll like go out on a date or something but we're like why why go out on the 14th, uh, spend twice as much for roses, and and fight 
against everybody to get a reservation someplace when you just go out the day after. Like it's not like it lands on a Friday or Saturday every single time, so it really doesn't matter. Like take pick your day. That's what I would say to you guys. You don't it doesn't have to be on Valentine's Day. I think you're going to be a lot happier and it's going to feel more romantic cuz you're doing your own thing. You're not you're not just lining up to get your hand stamped like some corporate stooge. <laughs> who, who am I? Who am I? I'm a rebel, guys. 2020, Nick Hoff, the year of the rebel. That's right. Corporations can't hold me down. Uh, I'm I'm sticking it back. I'm sticking it to the man. I'm letting you guys know. Hoff's getting lippy in 2020. <laughs> yeah, pick your own day. Say, hey, hun, I, I want to take you out. I love you, and you deserve to be wined and dined. Uh, or look at your man and say, you know what? I want to make sure I have my full attention on you. I don't want all these other uh, chotel heads walking around bothering us. So guess what? Let's pick our own day. Make it the day before or make it the day after. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you make it after, chocolate's half price. Roses are half price. You're not you're not facing an uphill battle and trying to get some reservation. So at that point, you can just uh, you you're cruising on easy street. Pick your own day, and then uh, and then take a picture and hashtag Hoffcast. We do it ourselves. We 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 live our own lives. You can't tell us. Uh, you can't tell us Cupid or who's the Saint Saint Valentine. Is that who it is? Is the Saint Saint Valentine? You can't you can't control us. Okay, we're gonna do what we want. We're gonna do. We're not gonna just follow the status quo. Okay, if I want to send out an evite for my wedding invitations, I'm gonna. That's what I asked. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I told Sarah. I said, hey, it'd be so much easier just to get an email address, and that way I don't have to get stamps and go to the post office and mail all these wedding invitations. Can we just send an evite? And this was 11 years ago. you think people would be more on board now. And we don't have to just, well, it's tradition. This is how things are done. It doesn't matter. Traditions can be broken. And I think it's about time we, we get through this. We, we're adding days to the calendar. We're uh, changing the day on Valentine's Day. Do what you want. What are some other ideas of days we can change? And and it really holds no consequence at all to us. It can only benefit us. What are some things that we're still doing, just like mindless lemmings, that uh, we don't really have to get involved in? Okay? You guys hit me up with those, and I'll share them on the next podcast. Let's see what other days we can just, like, to hell with it. Like movie premieres? Who needs it? I can wait. I can wait until I can pick the seat I want. We went. To, we took the kids to go see Frozen 2. We had to sit in the second row. Yeah, like the row ahead of where you walk to get to the other side of the theater. We were ahead of that. I couldn't see anything. Everybody looked cross-eyed to me. That's what my dad said when we tried to get him to watch animation, uh, like Pixar animation. He's like, why is everybody cross-eyed? What's going on? <laughs> it's sitting up that close. They look cross-eyed. I couldn't focus on anything. I just felt like, ugh. Kind of just like stare at the ground. My kids are like, this is unenjoyable. Why do they even make those seats? Put an, another two rows in back. We don't need to sit that. Nobody enjoys sitting that close to the screen. You can't see the whole damn thing. You're focused in on one little thing. Meanwhile, the whole plot point's happening seven feet over. I don't need that. Add those seats to the back. Nobody wants to sit up front. Get it together, AMC. God, I've just fixed all the problems. If anybody would just listen to me, I think the world would be a better place. But uh, I didn't mean for this to... Uh, this one really complaining, right? This is more of suggestions. 
Is that what complaining is? Is just suggesting things in a harsh tone? I didn't mean to do that. I don't want to put you guys off on the wrong foot for 2020, uh, but this is the first podcast of 2020, first of many. It's the 50th episode. Thank you to everybody who's stuck with me through 50 episodes. Make sure to subscribe, rate and review, pass it around, share it with everybody. Let's get more people involved in the doom, doom, bip lifestyle. We'll make the world a better place, and uh, and then we'll all be happy. We'll, all be ha- well, we won't all be happy, but uh, we'll be happier. That's something like, you know, there's a miserable guy and then there's a less miserable guy. Can't we strive to be less miserable? What is it? Uh, Phil Jackson that says uh, Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson that says like uh, shoot for the moon and maybe you'll end up at the stars. Probably wasn't even Phil, but I give him credit. He did enough. He he can have that in his nine championship rings or whatever. He's got ten. Uh, he, he can he can be uh, misquoted uh, for the better. So thanks, you guys. Thanks for listening. I hope to see you guys out on some of these live dates. And I've got a lot of others that are pending and uh, I'll announce here in the next few weeks. And I uh, hope to see you guys out there. Happy 